We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step by step, and it's completely free. Hi, and welcome to episode 63 launching your business with a PR company and ways to be more mindful. Thanks, Emily. Yes, I wanted to talk today about when you've got everything ready to go with your website um, and you want to basically do your launch and ways to actually enhance and promote that launch beyond what you can do yourself. So, you know, we often talk about building and buying a website, but we don't often touch on those one-off promotions that would give it a boost so this could be you know if you've just built a fresh website and are launching it for the first time or even if you've got a site uh, or you've bought a site and you're doing like a refresh of it uh, and you want to give it a push so I guess one technique which we want to talk about today is to use a PR company to push exposure of your site through various channels and media We're going to use an example called Press Farm, um, and we'll put the link to Press Farm in the show notes so you can go and have a look at their website if you like. So what happens when you you do a PR company press release? Well, you you go to the website, you contact them, and you give them some information on a form, um, you know, about what you're looking for, and their team will basically come back to to you with a custom-designed media kit. So that will include kind of like a background vision, um, some photos, videos, and, you know, a whole lot more. And these will be basically the tools that they'll use in their promotion of your website so everything's cohesive and, you know, they're presenting your brand as a cohesive website. So then they'll produce a professional press release um, and a PR action plan. So that'll basically dictate how um, and what will be released to who. Uh, and it also includes a tailor-made media list for outreach. Then they'll pitch your site to journalists, bloggers, and media influencers. So basically, that's a press release will be sent to increase the search results across search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. They'll also do a feature story on your site and send this to their 10,000 subscribers, as well as over 75 directories and review websites. You can then also, if you want to add on, you can subscribe to their ongoing monthly PR update, which will give you ongoing access to their contacts for about 12 months um, and allows you to continue to push your website beyond just the one launch. So I guess as you can see, these PR companies get the word out there because they hit up a whole different range of options, media and directories to push that press release of what you or your product is doing. Um, and they basically get eyes on your website. So we think they're a good option, especially for new sites. But I think the key thing is to do them with a mix of other promotional options like, you know, your own social media posts and, and all of that thing. Because then you're not solely relying on one avenue to promote your your site, you know, when it launches. We think they're a good option because they, you know, have an immediate effect, which but it will gradually die off because of the relevancy, you know. The people that they approach are going to, you know, maybe push an article about your website, but unlikely that'll follow up 
into the future. So you need this as option as an initial short-term push, but then also have your own medium and longer-term promotional options, you know, for your business growth. So remember, this is only just for that initial push. So I guess if you want to know more about launching and growing your website and getting eyes on your content or product, uh, then you can have a look at our website, emilyandblair.com, as we've got loads of techniques you can try, and all the information's free on there. So go and have a look at, at um, what we've got, and hopefully that'll just allow you to launch your business or your product and get eyes on it early in the piece. Emily. Thanks, Blair. Um, I'm going to follow on from last from the last episode that we did on ways to practice mindfulness. And basically what mindfulness means is just focusing on the here and now, being in the moment and actually being aware of what you are doing at that moment and not thinking about what you need to do later in the day, not what you're thinking about you need to do tonight or tomorrow, next week, being really present in the task and the moment that you're in. So, for example, if you're in your office, it's really good practice to focus on one task at a time rather than multitasking because you'll find that as much as you probably don't want to, it's good to close all your browser tabs that aren't relevant to the project you're working on just there and now. And it'll help you free up your mental space and provide you with more clarity and focus on what the task you need to be getting done there and now. And to sort of deepen that practice, you could focus on um, how you're breathing, how your body feels in your seat, and how you feel against the floor if you're standing, and the sensation of your clothes and the air around you. And just be really aware of that space you're in, in your office, at your desk, and the task that you are doing there and then. And you can bring this into your home life. Being mindful about any activity or task that you're doing for example cooking you know we're all having to cook our evening meals well that's a mindful practice if you think about each thing that you're doing really take in the senses and the smells as you're cooking the sounds of the frying pan or the sound of something sizzling and the oven going taking in all those things around you this is what mindfulness is all about and also just taking in the the sort of textures and the aromas and the flavors of the food once you've cooked it as well and trying to eat more slowly turning off the tv and putting your phone away while you eat so the while you're eating your dinner you're eating your dinner you're sat eating your dinner and that can be a really nice family time as well where you can chat about the food and your day and what's going on other activities where you can be more mindful is gardening gardening's a really good way of relaxing and just being aware of Again, the senses around you, noticing the weather, the texture of the soil and the plants and the smells, the chirping of the birds and the sounds around you. And it'll just make you feel really in the moment and really relax you and focus on what you're doing. Now, some of you might have children as well. Mindfulness is a great way to to start children doing, possibly through games and things like that. If you're outside in the garden, ask them to name one thing that they can listen to, that they can hear in their ears. Then perhaps name one thing that catches their attention when they're looking around. What can they smell when they breathe in? And perhaps even what they can touch. So ask them to touch an object and describe how how it feels in their hands. 
Yeah, that's some good tips there, Emily. Right, well, that's all we've got time for on episode 63. We'll see you in the next one. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend.